and welcome to the Wizards of Brivel podcast. The European Super League just wasn't meant to be. It's episode number 233. And my God, in the words of Naughty's rock band Stained, it's been a while since I could see all my wizard friends. Isn't it? A, a, con, a conjuries of wizards. <laughs> all of you here. We've got Tom Thrower. How are you? Good, thank you, Chris. Tony, Tony Lloyd, who's been working this weekend, you're annoyed but happy to be here? I am fighting fit, by which I mean I'm just really fucking angry. <laughs> and, and for once, not about Stoke. And <laughs> David Cowlishaw, you are also here. How are you? I am fine. <laughs> Now, it's been a while. It's been several weeks. I believe it was like the beginning of April when we last did a podcast. Um, and there's been a lot of things. A lot of things have happened in the world of football. Um, none of them being exciting and Stoke related because I don't think we've won a game since. If we'd have won a game, we would have done a podcast because let's be honest, it was it was pure apathy that stopped us doing it for several weeks. Um, we're pathetic, glory hunting <laughs> children. That's why <laughs> we are. But it's <laughs> we've got what two games, two games to, till the end of the season, and I mean I think that the season's been over since January. But we're we're here. We're here. We. We got a, a wonderful 1-1 against Nottingham Forest. Uh, we will talk about it because I know, Tony, you would like to talk particularly about a, the assist for a goal. Um, but in this month, what? We've lost to Coventry at home, drew at home to Preston, lost to Birmingham, lost to Millwall. It has been pretty rubbish and people, quite rightly, are very fed up. And I came to the horrid realisation today that... We're going to have to play football next season as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's really worrying. It's, uh, is, Tom, is there any glimmer of, of happiness from the last month of football for Stoke City? Or is it just, are we just crawling to the end of the season without a care in the world? Um, I'm going to explain why we didn't do the podcast, much much in the way that UEFA and FIFA and the FA released some very serious statements when sort of the initial Super League stuff was getting um, talked about and, and that action was clearly um, important in getting the fans and the players to unite against Super League. We've been threatening on this podcast to stop talking about Stoke unless they give us something to talk about for quite a long time. And, and the past two weeks, there's been nothing to talk about. And realistically, we're only doing this podcast because Josh Tymon got an assist. <laughs> this is, I, yeah, this is... Well, I think in my head as well, it was kind of like, there's only, as this season has proven, there's only so many times I can do a podcast and say the same things on repeat. So it's good to just build up several weeks worth of thoughts and then just do it more sporadically because... Yeah. I think I think Chris what we were secretly hoping for is that Stoke had an acute sense of bladder shyness which is <laughs> you know just I, I, I can go as long as there's absolutely no one looking at me they've got the empty stadiums and we thought like if we just ignore them maybe they'll have a delicious pee slash delicious pee okay fine um, <laughs> they'll have a gratifying 
USP of winning matches, but they didn't because they're just bad. <laughs> it's, it's very much a different end to the season as there was last season. I think everyone is just done. Done with the football. Except Josh Tymon, hey, Tony, because he got an assist, and as did um, Loney Rabbit. He got a goal. That's nice. Yeah. Tell, tell us about Josh. What? And what? Actually, actually, quick, before you do tell me about Josh, there was a question on this. Um, Liam says, when is Josh Tymon going to fulfil his destiny as the one true Josh? bold to assume there are any other Joshes anyway, that's weird um, uh, in order then, um, first of all I'm concerned that you might have a few weeks worth of thoughts because I've got only like <laughs> a bit of yesterday and even then I don't have many thoughts it was a really 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 nice ball though and then um, Rabi sort of kicked it against himself and the defender and it, it outfoxed the goalkeeper and we were winning a game and it was uh, oh, it was beautiful though. It was a really good assist. It was much better than that uh, good chance he missed the other game that I <laughs> vaguely remember because I very nearly hurt myself. Um, yeah, I I actually quite enjoyed yesterday's game, but I can't remember if we've spoken about this between ourselves or on a previous pod as to whether I, like my doubts as to whether I'm really a Stoke fan or just a Josh Tymon fan at this point. Um, but I yeah no I. I I thought it was an alright game and it was quite entertaining. Maybe it helped that I missed the Wednesday game because um, mm. I was driving or something. Um, so I didn't see any of the game on Wednesday. So maybe that bit of distance from us playing football gave me a, a bit of a lift. But I, I quite enjoyed the game, broadly speaking. I can't remember anything about it apart from the <laughs> assist. Um, but I remember thinking it was basically all right and a reasonable mm. point against a team who were actually fighting for something, playing for something, probably in a false position as we were anyway, because they're not... Uh, no, I'm not going to say Forest aren't bad because I hate them. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I it was a, a point where learned with a bit of excitement and lots and lots of kids on the bench and all that sort of thing that we've been crying out for for seasons and seasons until it actually happens and everybody goes ooh, ooh, we've only got children ooh, hanging them out to dry are we or whatever <laughs> um, but yes yeah, it's, it's, uh, Josh Tymon did a really good ball and then somebody didn't fuck it up and it went in and that was lovely for me because I've had a shit weekend and that was the that was the, very much the sweet corn in the centre of it <laughs> For the next home game uh, against QPR on Saturday, shall we just paint a big tree on the Britannia Stadium seats and make Josh Tymon think he's at the city ground? Because, dear dear Lord, that 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 ground is where Josh Tymon eats. Jesus, like he's, he's he's probably putting more brilliant performances there than he has at any other stadium. It's remarkable scenes. Um, obviously, it's been a manic. It's been a manic few weeks for Tony, um, particularly, particularly Stoke-wise as well, because you have the glory of the time and assist, which um, obviously I'm, I'm going to get that uh, video clip sent to you on a gold DVD or something, Tony. That's why you're um, my favourite, Dave. <laughs> um, but also, but you had to recover um, from the loss of, uh, of Billy, because that was a thing oh, that happened we never yeah. talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy McKinley's yeah. been murdered. <laughs> I, I assumed that what's actually happened is very much in the tradition of, of detective fiction, the same way as Captain Hastings and Dr. Watson 
are in fact the ones doing all the murdering. <laughs> I assume Detective that he's Hastings. been discovered. It's Captain Hastings. What are you on about? Is he Captain? Yeah, yeah Captain Hastings. DC? Is he not DCI? No, no, in Pro- in Poirot. Oh, apologies. Oh, I'm apologies. Um, yeah. Mother, um, we were we were, we were in different fictions there, weren't we? <laughs> my my, my I'm We were literally old. Tony sorry. T- Tony, sorry. Tony, we were literally having a battle of Hastings just then. <laughs> can I just Oh can I Jesus just Christ. Sorry, can what? I distance myself from that? <laughs> sorry, I'm I Watson was the one doing the kit ki- what? Yeah, in all the Sherlock Holmes stories and all the right. Poirot stories, my argument it's not oh, okay. technically right. canon. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but ask, ask my wife. My yeah, argument ask, is... Ask my wife. <laughs> Watson did it, or Hastings did it, in every single one, and then he frames people um, <laughs> very cleverly while pretending right, to be the okay. dim one. Um, but yeah, right. my theory anyway is that they worked out it was Billy who was stealing the players and then sending back crap clones. <laughs> Well, we'll find out one day, I am sure. <laughs> um, it was an interesting... It, 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 it was ask. weird, though. It, it was a weird thing. that it, it just came out of nowhere, didn't it? He, he, was, he was gone. And then... Yeah, like, I, I wonder what's gone on there. Because is he just just wanting to leave the job? I don't... I genu- it was just... It just came from out of left field. It was... That was the one exciting thing that's really happened at Stoke. <laughs> and it made no sense either. Well, well, we'd ask him, but we wouldn't be able to understand what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, any, any thoughts? Any thoughts on why he's gone apart from... Have you, have you intercepted any wavs of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when the seagulls follow the trawler! <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Nice to hear from Billy there. But I, I, have, yeah, nice. <laughs> I have just had a, a a text from my wife saying, did you just say Hastings? Are you telling them about your theories? <laughs> <laughs> and all this on a Stoke City podcast. We're very happy. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I I feel... I mean, it's not been a good month for results on the pitch. And I do feel, judging from fan comments on, online, th- there is, there's, a, there's a strange mixture of people who are running out of patience already, or the, the more majority of the people who are a bit fed up of all the results and are saying that unless we hit next season running, um, then they're going to like run out of patience and be O'Neill out. It, it's very, very difficult. And I was having this discussion the other day. Because this start of this season, I was very much like, we're going to finish mid-table. It's That will be progress. And I'll be fine with that. And we have. We've progressed. We are not in the same position we were last year. We've done better. But the way this has dragged out, it, it, I didn't realise how annoyed I'd feel about boring mid-table football in the championship. Because I'm very sympathetic towards... The people who are saying, "Oh, we've got, we're boring tactically. We don't do anything. Where's the ambition?" Blah blah blah. I, I sympathise. Someone, please snap me out of that stupidity and tell me why uh, it, I need to maintain faith in O'Neill, please. It's simple. Because... I'm gonna. I'm, imagine me. There's Kermit the Frog right now, <laughs> sitting in the window, 
sipping sipping the tea um because if you if you look at the championship table Nathan Jones is uh, up your ass. is <laughs> is is 3 points above Stoke City with a game in hand um and he had uh progressive football ideas that maybe he didn't translate onto the pitch so much um yeah, and in 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 response to Tony's point as well on the manager situation, I I really enjoyed the match as well because I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> Just stop nice watching Stoke. It's 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 good for you. Just have a break. But, but Luton weren't on on Saturday, so what did you do? <laughs> you don't have to answer, of course. Or just lie. No, no I'm, I'm, yeah, I was, I was at the pub. It was nice. There was people. <laughs> is, it, is there a reason to... I mean, how are we feeling about O'Neill and, and everything? Like, we, after, after a month... Because it's not just been a month of, like, bad luck results. There have been some games... Like, yesterday I thought we played reasonably well. But then again, came away with a shitty result but it's just the season has been over for a very long time and I feel like the players have known it and there's just no real oomph to us do you do we does everyone feel just down and does anyone is anyone at the point where they're really annoyed at O'Neill or anything no no I'm not really like obviously I, I completely take the point that it's been three months of beige and just yeah complete tedium and uh, i think like tom um you know just go to the beer garden and avoid the games it's just so (laughs) you get so you get so much less annoyed this way and you can get annoyed about other things instead and it's it's a lot kind of better to get annoyed about something serious than stoke being absolutely boring um i think I mean, I get where people's annoyance is coming from because, you you know, you fools, if you're paying £10 for a stream of the game and just getting served up, you know, average, average, average with occasional dips into poor, then you are <laughs> going to um, you are going to be getting annoyed with O'Neill. And you know what? Fair enough. I think a lot of his decisions have not really not really been all that inspiring. However, I think... I'm just so I'm just so tired of the cycle we're on of uh we've got a new savior hooray oh oh no let's get rid um so I, you know what I'm going to I'm going to lay this down right now give him the full season next season no yeah. matter what no matter what and I include zero points from 46 <laughs> games just give him the full season um because one thing that hopefully will happen is that we will have better players particularly attacking wise and we can use those better players to kick the ball forward more and score more goals um we'll have some players back from injury we'll have sold some more players um the new assistant manager will be able to be understood in the uh, dressing room um and fans will be back and that might <laughs> that might be better I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Britannia Stadium, Britannia Fire Stadium, uh, is uh, is too cold without fans, and they're just getting a bit sort of. Ooh, it's too cold. It needs the insulation of sixteen to seventeen thousand bored and, people. 
and then it and then it's too cold and they're having to wear gloves and then they're going online and seeing that people are criticizing them for wearing gloves and it's just a vicious cycle but yeah that quite, that, that quite famously ruined Gianelli and Bueller's career yeah. Now, exactly. if you told me Gianelli and Bueller was still technically a Stoke player, I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing, and you've actually led on to a really good good point there, Dave, because I saw yesterday a discussion between a few fans talking about um I wish we had a playing ident- I wish we had an identity. I wish we I wish um we were like I don't know. We've got one, it's just a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's we like O'Neill has been here for a season and a half, but we're still dealing with the baggage of the last like uh, five years or whatever. We have so many players that we can't shift. I'm beating a dead horse here, but like there were so many, Don't so call many Tommy players. <laughs> but there is, but yeah. Well, this is it. We have the players from Gary Rowett. We have the players from Nathan Jones. We have players that came in when. Paul Lambert first came in. Granted, I don't think he actually signed many, many players. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, we. There is many, many issues that this club needs to fix before we can progress on the pitch. I feel I don't know. Like we, we're not, we're not miles away from being a, a decent side. It's just that we seem to regress so often, and I think that's the annoying thing. It's. We we know we're capable of nice things. It's just when more often than not we don't do those things. It was odd how we finished last season really strongly, and it was exciting, swashbuckling stuff. And then we started the season not playing that, <laughs> but we had Tyrese Campbell hitting the purplest patch of form you can imagine, and we never went back to that, which is a shame. Mm. I don't know what my point I- is. I was just thinking, that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. We, my point really is that we've had really, really, really shitty injuries, which it's easy to forget. Like Nathan Collins is still a Stoke player and wasn't a figment, like a fever dream or something. <laughs> um, and he was really good. And Ty obviously was really good. It's, it's been. I suppose. Yeah. Go sorry on. to. Uh, there, there is a natural comparison we can draw with the previous Stoke season. That was the o four o five binary season under Tony Pulis yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now that was like as possibly even duller than the season we've, we're currently experiencing um, and it was you know completely bang average mid-table very low scoring games very little excitement very little in the way of um, sort of exciting football and then the season after that Tony Pulis had been sacked now on you know the reason given for failing to exploit the foreign market, um, but there weren't many people sorry to see Pulis go, having experienced that you know binary season. But then we we got our wish of the swashbuckling, exciting foreign stuff, and it was it was too much for us. We couldn't deal with it. It was just you no. Know, well, well, still mid table and more exciting. We're like, oh, this is this is this is too crazy, and we need we needed the um, the. We needed Pulis back, but with mm-hmm. a little bit of spark, sparkle in there. We needed Pulis back featuring Lee Hendry, featuring Ricardo Fuller. Oh, and then it's like, yeah. oh, this is exciting. What what we need is Michael O'Neill featuring a little bit of fairy dust from somewhere. Whether that's mm. Tyrese for a full season, obviously keep Nick Powell around. But I think there's just a couple of missing pieces in an attacking sense to 
Yeah. Just Transformers, really. Like, obviously, with sound at the back. Like, fucking Joe Bursick's our third choice, and he's just amazing. Uh, we're, you know, we're absolutely fine from a defensive point of view. We just need a player. We need that Lee Hendry for us next season, who, whoever the modern-day equivalent of Lee Hendry is. Um, <laughs> Jack Grealish? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll sign Jack Grealish. Uh, that'd be good. Uh SCFC has on Twitter uh, just asked, wanted us to discuss uh, Rabi Matondo, but I do want to know: would you would you want Rabi back next season, or do you think that has been a bit of a wasted wasted deal? We've not really seen too much of the the guy, have we? I think he's he's so young, isn't he? That that I think you're a bit naive to think that um, he well. Uh, not so because it's a loan deal, so you would do expect like a bit of instantness with a loan deal. But he's so young that it was always just going to be like impossible for him to mm. kick on in four months when we're pretty much like we just were picking up whatever wingers we could find because we suddenly realised we didn't have any. Um, I think I, it, I guess it depends on the fee because he's got a good upside because he's young, etc., etc. And like if you look at some of the generation of city footballers he's coming who who came through at the same time as him i mean like yeah okay give him a crack um i i, w- I, I wouldn't be upset if he wasn't here next season but i'd be happy if he was i think before yesterday that wasn't even a question there was it was there was no real point doing it and then yesterday mm-hmm. he looked kind of headless and not very good and then scored that scrappy goal and then from that moment on he, he he was just trying stuff and he turned from me but with pace just <laughs> running into people and falling over and, and not knowing what to do into Paolo one chop where it looked like he was going to fall over at any moment and lose the ball but he kept not doing that and getting into really good positions um, so yeah I mean it was suddenly very promising a tiny bit of confidence especially when you're that age I guess um, makes a big difference but he was um looked a different player for a lot of the game yesterday to all the other times we've seen him so I, I guess it depends how much but yeah definitely definitely worth more sight of him in the next couple of games or whatever and go mm. from there I'm, I'm sure we know what we're doing <laughs> are you? are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very yeah, optimistic yeah. No. very oh, we've man. already well, agreed to play, pay 18 million quid for him that's why we've stuck him on again <laughs> knowing us We've we have two games left of the season then at home to QPR and then a way to Bournemouth. Like it's not it's not that I don't care, but I just don't see I, I don't see the point in watching I don't believe we'll get anything from either game. I think the season is pretty much done with. Um does anyone have any ho- I mean QPR at home is the one you'd probably hope to get something from, finish the <laughs> finish the home games on a, on a plus but you know what Chris my hope for the final couple of games of the season is with Bournemouth going into the playoffs we absolutely kick the shit out oh, of them oh man <laughs> please please Michael god. for the love of god no holds barred I'd like the Josh fight just absolutely <laughs> everyone just hit them over the head with inflatable noodles if you need to <laughs> fuck Bournemouth Stupid little shit club. Uh, let's just do everything in our power to promote Barnsley. 
Oh man, I'd love that so much. I would just yeah. that's that's the real in- interesting story, isn't it? Like I'd love Barns- Barnsley to do it. Like look at Tom with Inter- everyone. No, 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 no. I'm fine with Barnsley no. winning the playoffs. The interesting story is Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham relegating Derby. Oh, that's huge! Come on, it's like that's like our Forest thing last season, but this time it's Wayne Rooney. You're ruining his career. Wow. Oh man! Yeah. Yeah, that is, see, oh, see. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. You can moan about it being a boring season all you want. Don't underestimate just spite as a motivator <laughs> to keep you interested in football. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I would love, I would actually love to see that. Speaking of spite, the uh, European Super League. Eh? Yes. So uh, that was uh, <laughs> another thing. The European Super League that came crashing down because of Stoke City FC. Isn't that right? Facts. We are the reason the Super League failed. Perez, you Spanish man, you just you didn't you you underestimated you underestimated the power of a sign with our name on it, didn't you, mate? And that's like the... we just flew that Tie Fighter right into the Death Star <laughs> and just blew it up. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to pick you up there, Dave, but it was an X-wing, not a Tie. Oh player. yeah, of course. I but knew least... when I said it. I knew when I said it, it was wrong. <laughs> I mean, quite a lot of Tie fighters sort of there, crashed there was... into bits of the surrounding area it's... during that progression. I guess you could argue that those would be the Chelsea fans who had forgotten we're not in their league anymore. <laughs> but I, I don't know what we could really say on the Super League that probably hasn't been said better on like the guardian football podcast or whatever but one side there is one there is one thing and i and i don't you say bitterness is a is is a driving factor of football dave i'm kind of disappointed that it's come crashing down mainly because i just really wanted those teams to get like dropped out of the football league like just hammered have all have everything taken away from them i just would have loved the chaos that that would have brought um, and I'm kind of sad that it's kind of like, oh no, we'll just go back to how things were. We've negotiated I mean, a new deal. <laughs> it was such an exciting couple of days. Like, obviously, you know, is you know, dark a portent as it was for the soul of the English game. But just <laughs> the sheer fucking content of it. It was, it was, it was bloody exciting. Um, yeah, like, um. Yeah, obviously, people don't listen to the Wizards of Drivel for expert analysis of football administration. <laughs> but just to, to, to paraphrase a, a great sitcom, looks like those clowns in the ESL did it again. What a bunch of clowns. 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 Sorry, I've cut out for saying. I agree, it would have been really nice, Chris, to watch for World Burn. Um, yeah. and I did make a few unwise bets on Man City not winning the league that afternoon, no. which I'm now I don't regret, but I wish I wish they'd had like a forty point deduction or something. I wish we'd gone full Italian corruption football punishment on them. But I'm, yeah. at, at the same time, it will we'll have another chance this time next year, if not at the <laughs> end of this season, because they'll try it again. Um, mm. And that's fine. Fuck them. Um, 
anyway, that's for, uh, jpmorgan.com forward slash wizards for all your financial needs. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just be the first ones to sell out? <laughs> this is a Super League part. <laughs> it's uh, like... I know there was a lot of talk about oh, how can the relationships be, be mending now, but like all these clubs have always been corrupt and a bunch of bastards. They've always like all football's run by absolute knobheads. Like it's I it, I don't know. Like this doesn't this this hasn't shown this hasn't shown Hey, hey, hey. This hasn't shown anything new to me. Is it, like, you're, you're saying Florentino Perez didn't have the game's best interest at heart. <laughs> I'd always, I'd always liked yeah. Andreu Agnelli and Ed Woodward. This is a good even, bunch of lads. I would happily go for a pint with those lads. Is he even a Abramovich, proper local billionaire? <laughs> <laughs> always, always seen John W. Henry down the boozer with the just just, proper football men, all of them. I just find it like Perez with his whole, oh, the young people, they're not interested in football. We need to make it more interesting for them. Well, then stop pricing people out of the game by making everything pay-per-view buys and, like, just really difficult to get into. It's... Occasionally throw a loot crate onto the pitch every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe you open it and Messi jumps out and starts playing for you. (laughs) That's how you keep the kids interested. Imagine Tom Ince just getting out of it and and like Sam Cook trying to shut the box again. Well, every time you bring a sub, sub on, just that uh, the noise of you opening a crate in Warzone just happens. You just get a turn it out. You have to spin a wheel to select which sub's going to come off, and then spin another wheel to select which player's going to come off from, and you end up. Uh... Actually, I mean, exactly. I, well, I mean, could say football. Here. That that would be possibly over the last 10 years an improvement from a Stoke point of view especially if you could also do one for what time you do the subs I, I think Mark Hughes did do that didn't he um, a, 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 semi, a semi-serious word uh, on the uh, banner which I think is kind of like the de- one of the defining images of the whole two days which is kind of yeah. mad I, you know I've, I've read a lot this season about like how people are so bored of the cliche <laughs> of like because cause Stoke have mm. become this this part of football parlance, the cold night in Stoke thing is such a cliche now. And I've read a lot of people saying they're sick of it, but I, I just loved it. I really mm. just enjoyed the fact that, you know, we can sort of, as much as we've moaned about Stoke all the time, and, you know, it, it, it is a cliche because, you know, how often have we been shy on a cold night in Stoke kind of thing? But <laughs> I just love, I just love that we were this kind of byword for the soul of football. At the Pet Three Six Five funded <laughs> gambling laden, disgusting avarice greed stadium <laughs> to yeah. pay your taxes, etc. It is funny because those those fans will net like they'll be online in a few months' time saying, "Ah, oh, fuck! I hate stuck. I hope they go. I hope they go bust." Some but... funny sounding Chelsea fans. <laughs> Man, that's just my. It's, it's my. It's I think my... it's Russian. It's my, it's my it's my like generic dickhead voice. <laughs> ah, funny, pretty, oh, stop fans, no ads. Straight it's across just, the yeah. Pennines. That's weird that you would, you would do weird. that. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm a bit. I'm on. a bit offended. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yes, Super League is dead. Thank God for that. <laughs> Not the <laughs> Super League isn't dead. Long live, long live the Swiss oh, format oh. of the Champions League. There's <laughs> 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 some rugby league casual follower who's listening to this podcast who hasn't really been paying attention. Is <laughs> ringing his mate now. What? Stoke. Yeah. What's this? Cancelled the rugby. <laughs> I, I, I know everyone's was. Maybe I don't know. I I didn't get bored of the Arsenal and Tottenham jokes. I I just thought they were quite consistently <laughs> funny throughout the two days. My favourite being um, Tottenham being in the Super League is like me walking into the Crucible and putting fifty p on the table. <laughs> Tottenham have managed to joke themselves today um, by having a uh, Tottenham Carabao Cup twenty twenty one final lanyard for sale on their club website so god god bless tottenham yeah like and lots of nice people i like on the internet support them and they're really really funny so <laughs> they're too, long they're too live pure tottenham. for this world tottenham <laughs> they're too pure for this world it's like everything they do is kind of cute even something as despicable as trying to you know do away with competitive english football and join a money laden greed league even that was kind of cute. Even something as despicable as charging us however much for Wilson Palacios, Kevin Wimmer. He's <laughs> cheeky. Palacios, he can't play in the world. No, a lot of people I went to school with support Tottenham and most of them I dislike strongly. Although one of them was who I don't dislike strongly was actually at that game. Um, even bullying Tony was like, oh, you little... Just, oh, bullying Tony. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I'm glad they lost every week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Oh, it's Tottenham. (laughs) Bless them all. Well, it's not long until Line of Duty's on, so we really should finish. (laughs) Is there anything, uh, anything you guys would like to bring up as a quick talking point, or are we happy? Are we happy with? I mean, we're not happy. It's just football is dull and broken. But is there anything matters arising? Any other business? Um, we need Going... to congratulate Dave on completing oh. the squad build challenge and getting the uh, <laughs> Nick Powell, whatever it is. I don't do Ultimate Team, but Nick see, Powell, see, that's the, that's the this, bit really, isn't this it? This will get the teenagers listening, won't it? I have <laughs> no idea what we're on about. What are we FIFA, on about? FIFA Ultimate Team chat. It was okay. uh, all the all the teenagers on. If you've been if you've been on Twitter and you you've seen that Stoke tweeting about a FIFA thing that you didn't understand, uh, and all the little children replying to it were with dub or W or uh, based based uh, uh, elite dub boss man ratioed. Um, and then then the guy from Arsenal fan TV's there. Dub so hard, I became a can, meme. Can someone um, check on Dave? <laughs> Help. I feel, um, I feel like, in, in terms of the meme, I feel like, you know, the, the one where it's just Breaking Bad, where it's Jesse and Walt sitting across <laughs> eating, and he, Je- Jesse, what the hell are you going on about? That's what I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, long story short, Nick Powell has, has signed for, for my team now. And Nick Powell is because of the way this game works, one of the best player in a team that includes genuinely world class footballers. And it's, <laughs> it's very exciting just to see Nick Powell just doing so well. well that's a... good. Deserved. Deserved <laughs> stuff. Well, well done to you, Dave, for signing Nick Powell to your ultimate team or winning him in a 
Did you did you buy it? Did you win it? I like, earned that... him. Like the Champions uh... League, you have to earn Nick Powell. You can't just buy your way into Nick Powell. You've got to earn him. I, well, I do like the idea of a Nick Powell Super League, though. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you like the idea of buying your way. No, it's bad. <laughs> oh. Right. Is the Nick Powell Super League just us and Wigan and we draw 2 2 in perpetuity forever? <laughs> For the honour of playing crew. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think. I think that's us about done. Uh, what's, what's up with Port Vale being good, by the way? They just oh, can't stop shit. fucking winning. It's shit, It's because we didn't do any pods. Game's gone. Me. Game's gone. Maybe bought some new yeah. sinks. Tony, thank you for being on the podcast. It's lovely to see you all. Tom, thank you as well. Thanks thanks for, for this. And Dave, thank you for winning Nick Powell. Earning him. Earning his trust. <laughs> And Take thank you for w being here. Boss man. <laughs> stay, stay safe, everyone. Have a lovely week. We'll see you sometime in the future. Go on, Stoke. That's me away, anyway. Cheers, lads. See you later. Noseball. Yeah, we fucks. <laughs>